We've just listened to some of the history of QSO VSO, well, QSO, sorry, um, dating back to 1960 from Professor Conway, Emeritus Professor Conway, and with him is Michael Clegg. How are you, Michael? I am well this fine day in your beautiful garden. Oh, now you're, you're somewhat the instigator, and I want you to do me a giant favor. Can you find in your paperwork the letter you wrote? It's here. Yes, is it, it here? Is. There it is. Can you read some of it? <laughs> it would be right. nice to hear it in <clears throat> your own voice. Well, this letter actually <clears throat> is from Brian Marson, who um, uh, Dr. Conway mentioned. Yes. Um, I was the secretary, if you will, of the letter. Okay. Because uh, I can remember sitting in my house and uh, typing it while he and I formulated the contents. <clears throat> and so this is written December the 1st, 1960. Dear Dr. Mackenzie, the enclosed letter and outline of the proposed scheme will, will explain better than anything the reason for this letter. I believe I mentioned during our after-dinner discussion following United Nations Day ceremonies that we had on campus this term Mr. John Young, a Canadian teacher who had just returned from a two-year stay in Sarawak as a Colombo Plan District Headmaster. Mr. Young is now a graduate assistant here in the Faculty of Education working on his master's degree. My close friend Michael Clegg first met Mr. Young at the High School United Nations Seminar this summer where he was speaking and Mike was a student counselor. Since then we have had several lengthy discussions with Mr. Young about his own work and about the possibility of organizing a program for graduate students to work in underdeveloped countries. Notice how we could still say <laughs> underdeveloped countries. Yes. Yes. I gotta just enter that, that famous cartoon in post or somewhere that where here the ambassadors the American ambassador is greeting the Peace Corps and he says, Well here comes the underdeveloped people for underdeveloped countries. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How frightening. <laughs> Anyhow. But those were the days. <clears throat> Um, but the reference here is proposing a program for graduate students to work overseas yes. as proposed in your fall speech to the student body and in your United Nations Day speech. So Dr. McKenzie proposed this. We talked to Walter Young, and I'll give some more history about that in the moment. I'll just recap the letter. Yeah. So Mr. Young put us on in touch with uh, Keith Spicer, a graduate student at the University of Toronto. Um, <clears throat> and that Mr. Spicer and Mr. Poulin of Laval University had already done considerable groundwork on such a scheme, including clearing their program with the governments of Sarawak, India, and Ceylon, um, and putting a brief towards the, forward for the government. Um, then I, I'm just going on here, skipping some parts, but uh -huh. then last week, Michael, me, uh, was in Montreal as one of two UBC representatives to the UB to the McGill World Affairs Conference, and um, he set aside time to meet with Mr. Spicer in Toronto to discuss collaboration. So the situation as it now stands is that um, there is an interest in collaboration between the UBC initiative and the proposal that Mr. Spicer was developing. So we conclude the letter by saying, as you can see by Mr. Spicer's letter, you must act quickly if we are to be included in the plan. Uh, 
At the moment, the most urgent problem is to provide the assurance to other members of the project that UBC has the support to warrant our own inclusion in the program. It is on this subject that we hope to confer with your office on Friday morning. So we delivered this, knocked on the President's house door. Oh, he said his home. The oh. evening before, and Mrs. McKenzie answered and said, well, he's not home yet. I'll put this letter on his pillow. On his pillow! <laughs> and the next day we got called, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. What I might expand on in terms of um, what John Conway has, has referenced <laughs> is that both Brian Marson and I were, at, were heavily involved in the United Nations Club on campus. I think John was probably our club sponsor if we had sponsors at those times. And both of us were in John's classes as well. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Did you in some way, John, inspire this couple to do these two <laughs> no, guys? No, I didn't need to. They were already inspired. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the other matter, although, I mean, I'm sure the the John created the climate. He certainly contributed. Because the other it, it, angle here <clears throat> is that my dear friend Brian Marson had just read a book by a chap called Ferris, called To Plow With Hope. Oh who was a missionary in India. And um, at the same time, Brian had just finished reading Schweitzer as well, so uh, on his work in Africa. So Brian was already thinking a lot about linking young people with overseas work. So having John Young speak to us was the, the beginning of the connection out of which other things happened. But I, I should also mention, John said, uh, reference the money needed to come from somewhere. In fact, the money for our first two students, a chunk of it, we raised through the Vancouver Sun oh. in a very publicized fundraising campaign that... Uh, I should stop. There's your door. Okay, doorbell. just a moment. The door. <laughs>